0: Welcome to Scanner School session number 88. My name is Phil DeMurger, and this podcast is here to teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. And today's podcast is sponsored by Scanner School. We are looking for your questions. And if you have any questions you would like some one-on-one help with, you can always book us for a consulting call. And that's what you're going to be listening to on today's podcast. So the consulting sessions are $47. It gives you up to one hour's worth of time. And in that time, we'll go through whatever it is that is troubling you when it comes to scanner radios. Now, if you're not looking for a full one-on-one consulting call, but you still have a question for me, you can go ahead and go to scannerschool.com slash ask. But this ad is for our consulting services. So if you have help and you're looking for some one-on-one help, book me, scannerschool.com slash consulting, and you can book us right there on the website with a date and a time that works right for the two of us and the process doesn't take any more than five minutes to get you up and running back it probably takes a lot less than that to be honest with you so again scannerschool.com slash consulting welcome to the scanner school a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby class is about to begin here is your host phil lichtenberger so welcome to scanner school my name is phil lichtenberger and today we're gonna listen to a consulting call with Louis Carollo. Now, Lou won this consulting call when he asked me a question in last month's Ask Scanner School. So, again, this is a fly on the wall type of episode where you're gonna listen to Lou and I go through whatever is bothering Lou's enjoyment, basically, on what it is he's trying to monitor. He's been pulling his hair out. So, we're going to help them along the way. So, why am I sharing these consulting calls with you? Well, it's two reasons, really. Uh, basically, I want to promote the fact that I have a consulting call type of thing that's, that's set up. And I also would like to promote the fact that if you submit a question via Ask, then you could potentially win a consulting call just like this. So, all you have to do to win a call, which is exactly what Lou did, is go to Scannerschool.com Ask. And from there, you can leave me a voicemail using SpeakPipe or our local 516 area code voicemail number. And you can leave me the message that way. And I'll have it on next week's Ask Scanner School, which right now is kind of in jeopardy because nobody has submitted a question for me to answer yet. Also, you can do this via email. But unfortunately, I am really pushing you to use your own voice, and uh, which I think is a great uh, great addition to the podcast. and Plus, it's nice to, you know, get it directly from, uh, you know, not lost in translation, basically, when I read something. So, anyway, scannerschool.com slash ask to ask me your questions. And, again, this podcast is coming up next week. So, just hit pause now and then go to scannerschool.com slash ask and ask me a question before you forget to do it. Because if you forget to do it, then maybe there won't be an Ask Scanner school session next week. Right now, if you ask me a question and nobody else does, well, guess what? Who's going to win the uh, the consulting call? could be you. All right, then. I think I've pushed this one far enough as it goes. So anyway, right here, right now, this is Lou, again, the winner of last month's Ask Scanner School contest. And again, if you don't want to try to win it and you just want to go ahead and book me, ScannerSchool.com consulting. So before we also jump into the interview, I got one more thing to mention too. Next month starts... September already. I can't believe it's already jumping into September. And with that, is going to be a return of something that we haven't done for quite some time. So, the first Saturday of September, which is going to be Saturday, September 7th, I'm going to jump back on the live channels with video and answer your questions in real time. Now, that I'm going to hard limit this to 30 minutes. And there'll be more information to come as the as we get closer to that date. So listen to next week's podcast, for more information on this one. But what I'm trying to do right now is trying to simulcast it both on Facebook and also onto YouTube. Because I understand a lot of uh, you out there in the community just don't like Facebook. It's just not your thing. And I don't want to limit this to just the people who are on Facebook. So um, I'm going to make this more of a larger audience, I guess you could say, or just to make it easier for you to to ask your questions and get answered. So keep an eye for next week's uh, podcast and also on our social media and our email. So if you aren't on the uh, newsletter, you guys slash newsletter will get you there. Uh, if that doesn't work, then go right to the front page and there's a link to sign up for the newsletter right there and we'll let you know when that is coming. So again, we're going to be bringing back the 30 minute live sessions. Saturday, September seventh. For those of you who are on Patreon, you're going to get a bonus 30 minutes that follows the public 30 minutes. So if you haven't yet joined us on Patreon, now would be a great time to do so. And it will be the $5 tier to do that. So I am also realigning my Patreon tiers uh, in September as well. So there'll be some changes on that platform. Uh, So that will be that. All right, guys. So now let's hand it off to the consulting call with Lou and myself, talking about some Uniden Sentinel stuff. <laughs> Congratulations on winning the free consulting call.
1: Thanks, Phil.
0: Appreciate and uh, not a problem. Thanks, thanks on for the show. asking. It's great. Yeah. It's great Great, nah, podcast. My, my, my pleasure. Podcast, yeah. My, my pleasure. So uh, what can I help you with today?
1: Well, uh, the question I asked you on Speedpipe was um, was DMR-related. Um, okay. Now, the way I have this set up on my scanner is basically i i I use the sentinel database you know what i mean i know Mm that it it works for the most part but like i'm on my external antenna right now and i should be able to pull in you know all kinds of uh traffic and i really don't i don't believe the sentinel setup is correct so i i i I know you mentioned that you spoke to someone that was a dmr expert but Mm -hmm. um i don't really i didn't really catch how you meant you know Basically, I would like – you could take a look at what I have set yeah. up and set, don't tell me if it's all right or
0: – Definitely, we could do that. So you're looking at doing public safety or commercial DMR or are you looking at doing amateur radio DMR?
1: Mostly amateur. I mean I have okay. I have everything else set up well. Um, it's the amateur – the DMR um, uh, traffic in my area when it comes to public service is, 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 is really thin. Um, there's not much around here. Okay. Um, but, you know, everything's P20. In fact, I'm in Connecticut. So Connecticut just migrated um, to a statewide P25 system. They, they pulled it. They called CSERN, I think. Okay. And uh, it's a simulcast. And I just had gotten my, um, S, uh, my um, what do you call it, SD100. Okay. And uh, this thing's amazing. I'm surprised at how well this thing does. Yeah, it works very really well. It's awesome. Holy yes. cow. Unbelievable. I wouldn't be able to monitor the system with, with any of my older gear.
0: Um, yeah, and I'm, so, I'm finding out myself firsthand because the the county next to me is rolling out simulcast, and I was playing around with the TRX one, uh, the 325, the 436, and the STS 100, and it's like hands down, the STS 100 is just like, it it just picks everything up, and it the trx one, one is just missing calls left and right. The yeah. 325 is is grabbing a couple of calls and then the the you know the 436 is behind the STS 100 but my
1: 436 is silent can't pick up anything wow. especially on 700 megahertz nothing and, yeah, and but they
0: all work fine though on 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 uh, UHF on 400 it, i mean yeah. the 500 it, yeah. they work fine so like, i work in orange
1: county across the border in new york and uh, their p25 is you know the standard i think it's on 400 most of it i think mm-hmm. i can't remember, but i mean things great there um, but the, the 7800 megahertz did this uh, this new
0: unit is a killer. I love yeah. it. It's great. I got it just in time. So You but. certainly did. So let's take a quick look. <laughs> let's uh, let's flop yeah. screens over here. If you want to go into the share screen, what you would do on Skype is first you want to click in the black area that's got my initials on it. All right. And then that brings up a whole bunch of buttons on the bottom. Yep. And you can see one with two uh, square boxes, uh, one in front of the other. That's to share windows. So you can click on that, and then you can just show your desktop, or there you go. You can share just an application. So. All right, what am I sharing here? You got your desktop. I can see Sentinel on the left, and I can see Skype on the right.
1: Okay. I'll just Perfect. make my uh, Sentinel uh, full screen. Perfect. Um, so basically, I mean, this is – where is my hand? In the area here, I mean, we have uh, – I'm, so I'm on the western part of Connecticut, just over the New York border, a little north of Danbury, Connecticut. I don't know how far okay. I'm familiar. So I can pick up all the way down, you know, southern Westchester County, um, New York, rockland uh putnam orange duchess i I have an awesome um range of of, you know what i can listen to here you can see like you know so um but this is what i mainly want to hear um that's my dmr this system here is Mm -hmm. bronx Bronx turbo Turbo. yeah like it's silent for me and i don't know and i just dumped the whole thing in there because i travel Mm -hmm. and i and i so i'll have the thing in the car with me and I, i don't hear much traffic Occasionally gotcha. I get something in the uh in, in is not the brand or the, the New Jersey turbo. I'll pick up like a Florida conversation every so often okay. on this caramel repeater. Okay. Um which is I mean that's standard. You told me that's the control channel and there's a color code, right? To make right. it like a wild card. But I don't I, I wanna build this myself mm-hmm. and I don't know how to go about doing it. And I know you okay. mentioned you
0: so I, I actually had a, uh, a call yesterday with Ken, and we went through the whole uh, DMR system for Amateur Radio. So I've, I know a little bit more today than I knew yesterday. Okay. And uh, we're going to put his interview on probably in a couple of weeks. Awesome. So we're going a little bit out of order here, but I'm going to just you know share with you what I've learned. So basically you have uh, a couple of different networks, right? You have this New Jersey Turbo Network. Yep. You've got the Bronx Turbo Network. Yep. And you've got the Bread Breadmaster or Brandmeister. Yeah. right? Brandmeister, so, I think they right so those are three independent networks that will not talk to each other that's the way I okay. understand it so um, so yeah but all the repeaters that you have that are linked into those systems they mm-hmm. could potentially be linked to each other right so and then underneath each one of these you would have the color code which would be the same as basically a NAT code or a PL but DPL code right it's the yeah. it's the code to filter out any other repeaters that are that are sharing that frequency uh, okay. additionally you have to program in a time slot and The key here is, what I learned from from Ken yesterday, is not every repeater will transmit every single talk group. And on top of that, a lot of these talk groups are push-to-talk activated. So if nobody's on the repeater and they don't activate that talk group, you're not going to hear it. Okay. So that makes sense. It does. But it may not be really what your problem is. So we have to really just look at your setup to make sure that that's not the problem here. Uh, it very well could be the problem, but it may not be the problem, you know? Yeah, so
1: I, I can actually connect. So I don't know if you want to actually see my radio itself.
0: Sure. Um, right.
1: Sorry. I have two keyboards in front of me. I always type on the wrong one.
0: Yeah, that's not a problem.
1: Oh, I, I might have to have the audio patch in for this. going to work. say we
0: stole the audio for this call. So. Yeah, that's
1: the problem. It's not going to okay. work. All right. Sorry well, if that. you have,
0: are you running on the side copy radio? Are you running running a unit scanner or a Whistler scanner?
1: Right now, I got my SDS one hundred on here.
0: Yes, yes, one hundred. Okay, so let's go back into Sentinel. Let's let's double click on one yeah. of the repeaters that you have set up on here. Okay. Just your closest uh, one to home.
1: This is the closest, the Carmel okay. repeater. Which okay, and then New Jersey. Let me go on the Bronx. Oh uh, wait, I don't think they had one. Yeah, this will be the closest I have, I monitor. Okay. So. That's all it has in there, you know? It's not much.
0: Right. So, I mean, as long as the color code is correct, do you have a link of talk groups in there? Do you have, no, Or you just open? I have
1: only what Sentinel dumped.
0: dump. So ah, I, I was okay. going to build this myself. Gotcha. So okay. let's go over to the uh, New Jersey Turbo link repeater line right there. Okay. uh Go one more down because you wanted to go on to... Oh, right, sorry. Is that the one you wanted to be in? Yep, Karma. Okay. So, right. So go back up to NJ Turbo. All right. And then right-click on there. And then just do, uh, where's the program? Oh, you have to go up into the one to ham.
1: Oh, that's why. Yeah. Yep. Not in the main.
0: Right. No. So you go into program. Right. So this gives you the ability to now go into the tree and start playing yep. pro- around things. So, again, we have a, You got your area system. So you want to get into your. The turbo. Right. Bronx turbo or New Jersey turbo. Carmel. Right. So Carmel, right. that's the repeater. Color code one. Now, do you have a, um, a group in here with the talk groups in it? Is no. that what full-time means?
1: No. That, so,
0: what are you talking about? This? Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that must be what all the...
0: Yep, those are your talk ones. groups. Yeah, those yep. are the talk groups, yeah. So, okay, you know, so it's only the ones that are in
1: radio reference.
0: Okay. So, now, if you go back into New Jersey-linked repeater system, go up, uh, yeah, to the top of that tree right there. Yep. yep. Now, let's go over to uh, options. Sure. And you have ID searches off. So, what's going to end up happening is you're only going to hear the talk groups that are not only active on the system but yeah. they also need to be in your talk group list. So unless they're active and in your talk group list, you're never going to hear them. Uh, so now now if you go this change this ID search to uh, while, uh to on. Yep. It's going to yep. pick up. Everything now. Right, right. So the other thing you may want to do also is um uh let's see. We have you can you can really set the color code if you want to to be um you know, a, a wild card on there too. But I don't think that really makes a difference at this point. Because if, okay. if it's correct and radio reference, is correct here. What yeah. I want to do is I want to take you on the web. So okay. let's go on to um, uh, the internet. Yep. yep. And let's look at DMR-MARC. Uh, DMR. Was it, what is it? M- oh, there. I've already yep. been there. There you go. I've yes. been here. <laughs> So now so this I'm, gives you kind of like a heat map of the repeaters yeah. that are in the area. So if you double click in the tri-state, you just want to keep double clicking so you can drill down. Yeah. Yep. yep. You kind of want to go to your neck of the woods or whatever you want to listen to. Here. So I work here and okay. I live around here. Gotcha. Um,
1: so I can pick up, you know, on my external, I'm, I'm picking up all this.
0: So Let's go to the Carmel repeaters. we're doing apples to apples here.
1: Oh so right here. All
0: right. So you can see right from here, right, you got the frequency that yep. popped up. You also got the color code. Color code's a match. Yep. And it tells you that it's the New Jersey turbo system. Now, there's no talk groups in this list. You no. notice that, right? It's empty. Yeah. So we don't know really what talk groups are going to be active on that repeater. There okay. could be no talk groups that are on all the time, or it could be a, a, a pile. Let's, for you know for the fun of it, let's go ahead and click on another repeater. Go click on, one, on another uh, pin oh, on there. this one. This, yep. seems, this is close my go. house. Right. So this one says restricted to ARIES and emergency traffic during ARIES activations. Yeah. And then you have a bunch of talk groups that are on here, right? It says on-demand, five-minute timeout. What's the one? Time slot number one, right? So these are the talk groups that it looks like the system admin has predefined to be in use on that repeater in that time slot. Gotcha. From what uh, Kenneth was telling me yesterday... If the SysOp doesn't allow, doesn't predefine the talk group, you can't just go in there and just pick a talk group and start listening to it. Uh, so you
1: have, again, you have to tell the radio what talk group specifically to look for to hear it?
0: Uh, you have to tell your scanner what talk group you want to monitor, right? So that's the filter. Yeah. But that repeater needs to be transmitting that talk group in order for you to hear it. Okay. So. so
1: but, but if I added any, all of these, let's say, mm-hmm. and at any given time one of these uh, transmitted, I would I would receive it. If I was on monitoring,
0: yes. So what okay. you can actually do too is you can go up to database, which is uh, on the top menu bar. Yep. yep. And from here you can go ahead and you can look for the uh, the talk groups that are on the system. So where are we going there? Ooh, bu- 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 bu. It's somewhere in here. But yeah, you had to get rid of. The, yeah, you get rid of the cookie thing, and then it's up in there yep. on the top. So that's data, repeat, uh, maybe that's the same t- uh, we're in now. I try There you there go. You are. So now you have repeater search and XDS. Somewhere in here, maybe it's under database dump. I, I know I've done it before, but it gives you the active link of talk groups that are okay. available. It may not be under uh, DMR Mark. It might be under the Turbo Systems. It might be on the NJ Turbo's website. Likewise, it could be on the Bronx Turbo website. Yeah. It'll give you the actual talk group lists that are, that are part of that network. Um...
1: Just put NJ in there and see what happens. So if I can just see.
0: You might need the full word of New Jersey. Yeah, try New uh, Jersey. Okay. Right, and these are all the repeaters that are in the area. Yeah. So and it tells you what system they're a part of, right? Bronx oh. Turbo. Looks yeah. like it's MIT Net, DMR Mark, New Jersey Turbo. So what's going to be happening is for each one of these systems, you're going to need to build a talk group list. Okay. Because not all the talk groups are shared and even if it's a repeat number, it could be a, a completely different talk group that's on the system. So what you could do, which is which would be really neat, is if you do build yourself a talk group database, right? A talk yep. group uh, system on your radio, still put your radio into ID search mode. At least if you get a positive hit on and a match on the talk group, the radio will at least show you the talk group and alias for that talk group. Okay. So at least you know and what which you're listening and- to.
1: Yeah, I can log it and then go back and look it up that way, right?
0: You could, but if you just go ahead and you find where the databases are online, I think you could just do a Google search for uh, amateur radio talk, uh, DMR talk groups might help you out with that. Or I was looking yep. at it the other day. Um, I just can't remember how I got there. It's always, it's always easy when you think about it, but then you have to do it. And it's <laughs> I like, know. Let's see, know. amateur see. radio DMR talk group lists. Yeah, so if you go to uh, Brandmeister, it gives you the talk group list at pystar.uk. DMR Mark Network should have it. But again, each one of these are different.
1: Yeah, they're all different.
0: And that's where I was getting confused too because I was actually putting, you know, looking at the... um, Yeah, actually, if you go to dmr-marc.net, the main page kind of gives you... Uh, a two column page where you can actually find the talk group database on the right hand side. Yeah, so just go back home. There you go. So on the right hand side under donate. Yeah. You got the keep going down and about four options, five more options down. Under the red. Keep going, keep going, and keep going. One more? There you go.
1: Eric, talk group databases. Oh you can so now, now you on. can save
0: that. Yeah. Now again, those are only DMR mark talk groups. Yeah. If you want the Brandmeister, you have to go to the Brandmeister webpage.
1: Oh, gotcha. So I, I can literally... I know what you... So There's a lot of involved here. This is amazing. Yeah. I had no idea it was this extensive.
0: It's crazy, right?
1: Yeah, this is some network.
0: So now you can really put those talk groups into your scanner, at least this way if they key yeah. up... And, and you receive them, you know what they are. But again, if it's a duplicate between, you know, one network and the other one, your scanner might go, well, "Which one is this?" You know, so. Um, yeah, I won't you know, be you,
1: able to tell tell them apart if I don't program them manually.
0: Well, unless oh. unless you set it up where instead of having just, you know, DMR amateur radio, you break it down, DMR, yeah. uh, you know, DMR Mark repeaters, and then you have another group with the with the Brandmeister group, then you have another one with the, the NJ Turbo group. This way, you can okay. then break down the uh, the different talk groups, and then you can yeah. even lock out the different systems. If you're not interested in listening to anything that's on uh, Brandmeister, you can then go ahead and listen to something that's on the NJ Turbo system.
1: Yeah, and I, as you know, that this takes forever to scan through. Just looking through all this, you know, yeah. the scanners. Yep. So to clean this up will be nice. Now I got the local repeater. You know, the, uh, I got to separate DMR from the uh, conventional traffic here too. Okay. I'm going to, I want to, you know, I'll, I'll redo all this tonight based on what we're talking about
0: here. Right. Now, the other thing that if, um, you know, you're looking at extended extend now, too, is I was talking with Ken yesterday, too, and you can buy a hotspot. And the hotspot uses yeah. your internet connection to then monitor what's going on on the DMR network. And then you have full control over it. So you can actually pick the talk group you want to listen to because now you're the system admin for that, you know, that hotspot. Not so you hotspot. can point it wherever you want to. So if there's a net on another group that isn't really on your local repeater. Then you can, you know, you can get to where you have to get. But obviously, the ca- uh, caveat there is you need to have your amateur radio license in order to get on the network. Yeah, I'm not quite so. there yet. Well, when um, you get there, you'll be all yeah. set. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, I'm hoping by the by uh, fall, excellent, the, uh, on
0: the air. So, so right. that would be good. So yes, yeah, so this would, was hopefully this would be a good way. Because like I said, when I just did my radio, I just threw in um, the local repeater, which is the Lymark Plain Plainview. Uh, yeah. You know, repeater, and I just threw it in for a wild card. You know, wild card time slot, wild card uh, group, wild card color code, and yeah. just let the scanner just listen to what's on the frequency. So, um, you know, it picks up whatever's on either time slot and, and anything else. So, that that God. seems to work all right for me. So, again, that's basically what you did here. By when you put it into ID search mode, uh, yeah. that's what you're doing as well. So,
1: yeah, I'm gonna be sure. I probably should activate that on everything and all these. Yeah. Um, We're we talking so I don't forget you know something I probably had that active and I when because this is on my um STS 100 and I mm-hmm. rebuilt everything for this and because on my um 436 when I'm driving around I was picking up like I said I was picking up Florida um I was picking up you know a couple of different conversations I heard you know way okay. out of the area North Carolina and gotcha. um I didn't I didn't program those you know and so I must have had the ID search open and uh you could have also
0: cars. gotten a large conference group too. Like you could have gotten like the Mid-Atlantic or, you know, some sort of group that was patched in. You know, it could be a, yeah. a you know, a, a United States group could have been in there as well. So, um,
1: so So the admin of the repeater can decide what traffic they want to patch in through the local network. They can that, they can alter that as well.
0: Yeah, so I believe the way it works is the local admins have the um, the exclusive right to allow certain talk groups in. And then define how the talk groups are actually uh, passed through the repeater. So usually it's by a local user who keys up, who, you know, pushes the push the talk button with that active talk group and that establishes the talk group link. Gotcha. So and then after a certain time, you know, the door closes and housekeeping takes effect and the link drops if the end user is not there anymore. It just closes it so the repeater can then sit idle. And then when somebody else wants to come in, they can establish a new link or reestablish the link or something like that. So.
1: Okay. Yep. Gotcha. That was
0: a big help. <laughs> Phil,
1: you're man. I you're man. I, I, you know, it's not much info out there. It really isn't. Yeah, it's... start trying to Google this and read... I mean, most of the amateurs that use it know how to set this up to, to, to transmit on, but no one really right. monitors. You know, I, I like to listen to some rag chewing while I'm driving sometimes. or, So I don't... I just... I've been listening to Ham since I was a kid. Never okay. really bothered to be one, but always, you know, as many years it's monitoring. Uh, right, right. So... That that's just a whole new world out there, and I and I needed to figure out how to hear it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean you're getting in good with, too with DMR because um, you know it's an exciting little um, uh, mode to play around with. Um, yeah, you know I, I haven't yet played around with DMR personally myself, but you know after talking with uh, with Kenneth yesterday and talking with you today, I'm kind of uh, I've been looking at some of the hotspots myself just to see what you know they 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 would piggyback on top of a Raspberry Pi, so the modules yeah. themselves are about a hundred and change. To get into, so it's not like it's yeah. crazy amount, and oh. the radios depending on which radios you buy too, you're looking at you know probably about 150 for the radio if you wanted a radio. So, yeah, and a lot of these hotspots looks like they are um, multi-mode, so you, they can go from like you know one mode into another mode, so you don't need to have that particular radio in order to uh, to do it. So if you wanted to jump on one mode to like NXDN or one mode into DMR, uh, it, it looks like that some of these modules like to, to at least try and do that one at least that's the way I'm reading it. Yeah. So. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I fell into the, the, the trap of playing with D-Star. So that's kind of where I found my home. But that's only because I'm an admin for one of the D-Star repeaters. At this point, it's like, you know, do I jump into DMR? Do I jump into, uh, you know, Yaesu Fusion? Do I jump into P25? Do I jump into NXT? Yeah, so much time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, or in so, so many dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Well, it sounds like <laughs> your radio collection uh, dollars. <laughs> it's like, because it, it changes. and You got to keep up with the technology just to do what you're doing. Yeah, that's what I do.
0: I mean, unfortunately, I'm eyeballing that new uh, entry-level scanner by, by Uniden, that uh, SC30R or the SR30C, oh, yeah, I do don't know yeah, which one it goes. And I'm looking at that, and I'm going, I really don't see the need for a radio that's that price point and does that little features, but I need to buy it anyway so I can look at it and review it and give an honest answer on it. So it's like, well, here we go. Let's break out the credit card.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so- <laughs> that's right. I'm sure – You know, I have the addiction too, don't worry. I collect a lot of vintage radios, so I have a a whole, you know, Regencies and all these old radios I grew up with that are sitting here and collecting dust because there's really not much to listen to with them. But I just love them. I have enough, like my my, my local PD and fire department is, uh, you know, they're they're simple, so I get to listen to them on these old radios. And, um, you know, I'm always looking for just to build my collection up, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I hear you. I got a I got a up, and I get emails every day from eBay. You know, for a certain oh, you know, no. I have it set up for Uniden, realistic, yeah. Radio Shack. You know, GRE, Whistler, and it's like every day. I look at them and go, oh, that one looks interesting, and I'll watch one for a <laughs> while and I go, nope, too far. You know, too far my price range. Or every once in a while, you get one that kind of piques your interest, and and then uh, you watch it, and then all of a sudden you spend money on it. So yeah, it, it's bad. It's
1: definitely an addiction, man. <laughs> so I wanted to show you.
0: Sure. Right, so this is their
1: new network uh, that they that they run here. So the simulcast network, I I had to read. So, the, the one that came out of um, Sentinel, I had it didn't work. It doesn't work well. So okay. I had to rebuild it, and um, I you know you see how much they put on this on this um, network here, all this mm-hmm. nonsense. Um, so I kind of just, just from listening and, and messing around, I finally got it to where, um, you know picking up every, now like I said on my external, I pick up every troop across the state. Um, right. So. What I'll do is put avoids on here, but I was I, I wanted to know like I was I, I know you're you're very neat your 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 favorite lists are the way you describe them everything's like broken at, you know into region and and you know loc locale and like so is this is this not a good way to monitor like because I put like like I was telling you I can hear Westchester uh, Putnam and this mm-hmm. is just from home, um but what I do is like. If I enable this network, these this will take the, the scanner's resources, you know because there's yep. so much traffic and even on an external antenna, I mean on my you know on a portable antenna, um, I have so many of these simulcasts come through that it'll slow the scanner down. so I have to wind up putting this thing in a void, right? So um. I'm wondering if I should make a separate list, get this out of this list so I can hear my local traffic and still be able to monitor the um you know the state traffic when I feel like it. And right, I mean, so that's that's
0: a that's a good point. So what I would probably do is, um, I'd make a favorites list that would just be like my hot list, like my local local home stuff, right? Yeah. Stuff that's in my immediate area. That if if I want to know what's going on in my backyard, I'd have a list just for that. Yeah. And then I think what I would do is I would break these all down. But maybe you could start with you know H dash. This is my local. Yeah. yeah. So this okay.
1: is like everything I listen to locally. This is all okay. my. These are my home. This is within ten miles from me. Gotcha. All that. All right. So I listen to that continually. Um, this is the business. I don't really care about business. I'll avoid that most of the time. Um, this is a jail near my house. I kind of keep ears on sometimes. Um, I'm on the Litchfield County border, so I'll pop into here. I got too much here, so I need to clean yeah. that up. Right? I see what I seriously saying. so build a home where it's like, what you know, what I love.
0: Right. Um, see, I would break these all down to be honest with you. I would have just bit, right? home just be like you know, just home would, to me would be like your town. Right. That's like yeah. if if you yeah. want to keep the radio quiet and just but still have something on in the background. That's what I would, you know, make a hot list or a home list. But yeah. what you have in here now, you know, just so everybody who's listening, we have Fairfield County, Bethel, Danbury, right? You have Sherman. I mean, that's all yep. in the fairfield right? But you have also Fairfield County bus uh, businesses. And you have Fairfield, a federal yeah. correctional institute. Then you have Litchfield, CT Med Connecticut. I would break them all into their own individual lists. Yeah. So, so that's the way that I would, I would definitely do it that way. Okay. Um,
1: and I'm on the Putnam water, too, so I monitor. I got Yeah, across. and
0: again, that would be its own list in my book.
1: Yeah, so break so, that
0: up. Yeah, okay, and, and in fact, to make it easier to find, too, everything in here, like the way I do mine, would be CT-Fairfield, CT-Litchfield, CT-CMED, you know and then NY-Putnam, NY-Westchester, NY-Duchess, so yeah. that when it goes into your scanner, and again, too, you can alphabetize it. You can sort it before it goes into your scanner. You can go in and sort your favorites list. Then what happens is, then when you're going and because I don't even I don't really use quick keys too often on my uh, database driven scanners. Yeah, I don't like them at all. I don't. I know it's not that I don't like them. I just don't want to memorize them. I can't. And, see, yeah, that's the thing. I don't have a cheat sheet, and that,
1: I wouldn't right. walk around. I, you
0: know, so I just right. So to me, it's easier to go through the menus. I just gotten to that point yep, where it's just a lot faster. So I just go right, and I first of all, I go select list monitor. Then, if I want to start fresh, I turn them all off. And then yep. just go through and toggle the ones I want to listen to, and I can just go bing, bing, bing. And then when it's in alphabetized and it's grouped by by uh, by, by state, and yep. then all the the statewide, I mean the, the the countrywide stuff, right? Like CB radio or Red Cross or yeah. uh, VHF Marine. I just had those as US. So okay. like you'd have like you know US Air, US GMRS, FRS, uh, you know stuff like that. So that if yeah, I you broke know, all
1: that stuff separately. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, I only monitor mainly – like so I work nights, and I, I spend a lot of time monitoring at night, and, and I work over in New York in um, Orange okay. County. So in and there, and there it's easy. I just pretty much turn this EDAC system on, and there's everything right. in that area. I don't have to go through anything. It's all on that one system. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice and convenient. And all this stuff, I shut off. Okay. Um, see, what
0: you could do, though, not to cut you off in on this one, but because yeah, no, you sorry. have – looks like you have a home and a work favorites list. You could really just yeah. uh, set these up with – um startup keys like you have like you can okay. press one and turn the radio on while you're pressing one and that yeah. would enable all of your home favorites list that you want to listen to while you're at home and then if you turn the radio off and turn it on while you're pressing the two button then it can automatically turn on all of your your home i mean your work stuff if you want to do that want you want to just run through how i would do that i never sure. done that. and now and the third step though is i think anything that does it's not it's not defined to a yep. key will will stay on or off, oh, so depending how you do it. it. Okay. So, so yeah, you might need to go one step further with this. Um, but yeah, let's go into a um something in work, right? So we'll oh. go into program, and if you go into options, options, right? Yep. Uh, no, it's not there. Let's try system key key stats. Is it in there? Nope. Let's go into one of those. Into uh, Under- yeah. system
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: And it's going to be options, I believe. Options. Yep. Yep. So you've got. Du, 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 du. quick key number key hold key ah, it's in there somewhere keep digging down key,
1: big key oh, quick key it's right one startup key one oh
0: there it is it's in the big white window that we weren't looking at <laughs> right in at. front of our faces yeah all right i was, I makes... was looking for a drop down menu not a not a me too <laughs> I, w- I never even looked over there but you know what it makes sense cuz you can now pick multiple startup keys for these for these uh H- lists. yeah that's why it's not a drop down that's why it's checkboxes so, yeah, so if you had like the CT med system and you wanted the CT med system to be both home and work, for example, yeah. you can assign both of them, you can assign CT med to be quick key one and quick key two.
1: Okay. So, no so it would no, turn
0: on with CT both med. systems.
1: So that's good to know. Because I can add, like, I like um, some of the Putnam, the Putnam sheriff here, mm-hmm. law enforcement. I would put that on, like, this West is right near work, too. So I could put this. You're saying on uh quick key one also. Just this I,
0: one. Mm, I think it just goes by the favorites list itself. It'll go
1: by the whole list.
0: Yeah. But what you can do is you can create now a Putnam work list and make that yeah. a smaller list.
1: Well, that's what I'm, I'm after, after this call and I have some time tonight, after the kids go to bed, I'm coming back down here and I am going to rebuild this whole thing. Based on yeah.
0: But I would definitely make it so that, you know, it's not just home with a bunch of stuff in it. I would make yeah. it so that each one of those that you have as a sub of home, I would make them their own list, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just a way to me. Keeping it organized is a lot easier. Yeah, this
1: is it, too much. I mean, yeah,
0: yep. It works I, for me,
1: but it's just too much. I I can't keep up sometimes. Well, it
0: time. works for you because when you get to work, you just turn on the work favorites list, and everything yeah. you're at work is, is enabled. But again, if you use the system keys to do the exact same thing, then you know it's probably one step less because when you get to work, you just press and hold two, you turn the radio on, and it auto locks oh, everything okay. out and yeah, opens it up for you. Yeah, so, like
1: I like it. Um, I appreciate you telling me about that. I didn't even know that. So, no problem.
0: I'm I kind of embarrassed. I, like I couldn't sentital. find
1: it. <laughs> I actually, I've been meaning to. Uh, I downloaded. Um, what's the other one you were telling me that you? Uh, to speak?
0: Arc five thirty six.
1: Yeah, is that the one you? That's the one you got. You use often, yeah, right? I, I use, yeah, so I like I, that I one. I have it here. I haven't really messed with it too much. Okay. Um, so, so, if, if you're wanna,
0: familiar with like FreeScan or any other tell pieces of software. Yeah, it, you'll feel right at home with that one. So you can make a lot of bulk changes. So like for like example, like we would have to go through each one of those repeaters if we had to go through each one of the DMR repeaters and turn them on to ID search mode. Yeah, you can quickly, very quickly, do that in Arc 536 because you just grab that whole column and you just fill the entire column down, and yeah. they all they all change right away. So yeah, I got
1: the demo, so I'm I'm done. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it It's based on every. I mean you're. Your endorsement alone, but I mean, that, you read on Radio Reference or just anyone that you know is heavily into scanners, and um, that this is way more user friendly to um, you know modify your favorites and work on them. Um,
0: yeah. So the deal is like with Sentinel, you need Sentinel to do the firmware upgrades on the scanner, yeah. right? And and Sentinel is a lot easier to do the database uh, to favorites list, right? Modification. Yeah. But if you really want to do your own stuff in the scanner. Hands down, using ARC 536 is a lot easier to do it in there than it is to do it in Sentinel. Um, any bulk changes, hands down, a lot faster in, in ARC 536 yeah. than anything else. And
1: especially what I'm planning on doing here, building all these DMR bulk yes. groups. Yes, um, you can just copy and paste to...
0: that out, right? Copy paste yeah. that spreadsheet out and just drop it right into... Um, into Arc 536 makes it really makes your life a lot easier doing that way. Um, and again too if you do have a premium subscription note of Radio Reference I do. you can okay so you can actually yeah. use Arc 536 almost identical as you would Sentinel because you can then get into the Radio Reference global database and pull it in from Arc 536 as well. So the difference between the two of them is with Sentinel you don't need a premium license for Radio Reference, right? It's part of the software package. Yeah. But with with the Butel software you would need the uh, premium access real reference to kind of grab the same information because it I mean it really is the same information. So, God. but in the end, you know, you still do need Sentinel to do firmware upgrades on your scanner. So,
1: I I really I think Sentinel's clumsy and I just haven't messed with the other ones and I. And right. I you know, I'm gonna. You know, in fact, I'm I'm gonna hang it up with Sentinel. I'm gonna because <laughs> what I'm gonna do tonight is gonna take me so long. Yeah. If I use Sentinel. It's gonna be, it's gonna take me, you know, twice as long probably, where I can, uh, if I can cut and paste out of uh, an Excel spreadsheet all those talk groups and dump them right in Art, then that's way easier. And I can't yep. do that in Sentinel. So. Um, not at all. No, I have to manually sit there and yeah, type
0: one at a line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not doing that. So. Yeah, Sentinel's made made to play around with the database. Now the other thing to remember too is, um, if anything changes in the Radio Reference database, yeah, it's not gonna get pushed to your favorites list. They're independent lists. Yeah. So if something does change in the radio reference database, you need to go into the master database and then append it to your favorites list. So again, that's another reason why you probably want to have just one list for like CT Med or, you know, Fairfield County, whatever it is. Because if you had to do it in home and work, then you just created double the work for yourself.
1: Yeah. You know, I, this is all just recently built, so I haven't, but that's going to happen and I'm glad you brought up that point. So you're just suggesting each one of these kind of gets its own individual. Like I would make this home based, you know, because this is where I live and this is my Mm. my local traffic. But then make a group for Litchfield County. Uh, Make a group for, yeah. Just break these out the home. Make make a favorites Uh, list.
0: uh, (laughs) Yeah. Each one in its own I know what you're saying. Different term. We're speaking the same language, but it's not the language you didn't use. So, yes, it would be each one of those groups that you have there would end up being a favorites list. And actually, this, it's called a department, so it's like, yeah, you know, it's it's goofy. No, I
1: understand. <laughs> so. That's what
0: I'll be doing. All right, sounds like you'll be busy. What else you got for me? I think that's it, Phil. You really that's helped it? me.
1: I, I, yeah, I've I, I've got everything pretty much under control here. It's just it okay. was DMR. And it was bothering me. It was driving me nuts.
0: Yeah, you um, don't forget me. It's, it's you're not going to hear everything if it's not coming through the repeater. So that's that's probably where you're probably spending the most amount of time and the most amount of frustration was probably wondering why you weren't hearing much. And it just, I mean, obviously, after looking at this, we know that you didn't have ID search on, and we know yeah. you had a very sh- a very small list of talk groups. But beyond that, if it wasn't coming through the repeater, you never would have heard it anyway. So yeah. now at least you have a better shot of listening to something because we have the ID search modes uh, turned on.
1: Yeah, I mean, with, like I said, with my external antenna up on, I mean, I should be picking up. I got a, a pretty good range here of, uh, you know, I can pick up, I should pick up something and I'm not. So, okay. Um, I, you know, I think now based on what you're telling me and what to do here and I, I, I should be able to really get uh much more traffic.
0: Yeah. I love to hear your feedback too how well it's working after you no, make I, the modifications.
1: I, I, I'll give you some once I get this done. It could take <laughs> me a while. A lot right. of homework.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But once you get it polished, you know, you'll, you'll be an expert at it and you'll, you'll figure it out and, and you'll be like, it's oh, that's all well it was.
1: Yeah, and and getting through all this before I actually become an amateur and do it myself, uh, you yep. know, I'll, I'll have a better understanding of what the hell I'm doing before I even get on the air, which is the yes. plan. So,
0: <laughs> yep, yep. But again, if you need help with any of the things with the test too, you know, you can reach out and ask me. It's been a while since I passed my technician's test, but uh, it's basically just rules, regulations, and some basic theory. So they just want to make sure that you're yeah. going to be within, you know, following the I rules. Work a,
1: I work in the work in in um tech field and. Um, I have really good electrical background and electronics background. Um, so, you know, when I started going through the questions, I was actually mad at myself that I didn't do this like years ago because I have a a general knowledge of most of it. Um, now it's just from you know, (coughs) learning the rules. That's where I'm, you know, once I get that down, um, I'll go for it. I already spoke to some of the uh, clubs in the area here and they're, you know, they're, they're very eager to help. They're nice guys. Um, a bunch of old timers.
0: A lot of the clubs will uh, will definitely help you out you know some of the clubs will have they may have tests that you can test but um, classes you could take to kind of get you with speed but if you go online there's a website called aa 9 pw.com you guys call us on yep aa 9 Pw it's been around well over a decade um, you can go on there and you can take your practice exams right through there so on the right hand side of his website it actually says take a practice exam. And, you know, you just pick on it and you click take exam and then, you know, you can just start taking the practice exams. So every time you take it, it'll take from the pool. So you kind of get a a, a jumble of the different questions. Yeah. The thing here, though, is when you actually go and take your test, when you sit down, the test answers are not going to be in the same order of the test answers on the practice exam. So A is not going to be A anymore. A might be C. Yep.
1: I understand. Yeah. That's all right. That's understood. I would, you know, I'm not a memorizer. I like to know what I'm reading and Mm -hmm. I'll go, you know, I'll read the question 20 times over just to make sure I'm reading it correctly before I even Yep. That's good. Just just make sure you bring a calculator too. too.
0: Yeah, bring a calculator to this one because there is some math on it. (laughs) Okay. But, all right. Uh, Do you have anything else?
1: Um, No, I think we covered everything. I had questions on. um, Okay. Excellent. Sure. I got some housekeeping to do here to clean this thing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see, I, this needs to be pulled out by itself, just just based on the the, the, the traffic that I pick up on this thing. Right.
0: Um, and again, just put your local stuff in there too. I mean, unless you really care, what's going on across the state. You know. Yeah. Just, I got three like,
1: troops in my within 25 miles. Um, okay. You know, to cover the area. I probably should pull them out of there.
0: Well, the um, other thing you got to remember too is you might have different sites on here, right? You have like the Troop 21, or, you know, a G Summercast, A Summercast, yeah. B Summercast. But if you have a radio from one of those troops on your local site, you'll get that talk group. So if you're monitoring, say, the, the Troop E site, yeah. and, and a Troop A radio happens to be on there on the Troop A talk group, that yeah. talk group will, will be fed through that site. So you don't have to worry about going through every single site in the network either.
1: Okay. So. That's what I didn't understand about this system. So mm-hmm. the t- troop A simulcast, will, will any one of these troops could patch onto that troop, onto the simulcast system? In theory, that could be the way it works. So, See, I think I—I heard a high-speed chase the other day, okay. and it was like troop E and H, I think, communicating to each other. But I was listening. I just had it on scan, and I wasn't paying attention. I was doing some work. And I looked at the screen, and I was picking that up on like troop B, simulcast. Yes. So I was trying to figure out. I guess that's the whole premise behind the system is uh to be able to patch anyone to any given troop you know in the event something happens statewide where it's crossing into each troop i think that was always the hurdle in connecticut you know right it had very bad communication between the, the troops um so i think that was what this was basically designed to do and right so i don't okay, which what, what, system to, to 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 monitor well as i would monitor school. your
0: local system monitor the one that's closest to your house and then see what happens when you just monitor. So lock out all the other ones, right? So
1: A and L are my two local.
0: Okay, yeah. So just leave A and L on because what it ends up happening too is your scanner is going into troop G's. And it's going through all the talk groups that it wants to scan through on G. Then it goes on to A. Then it goes to B, C, D, E, F, right? Yeah. And it goes through the list. So if you just have it, say, on your local one, which is H, right?
1: Yeah, just all the talk groups. You see right. Bunch. Yeah, yeah,
0: so you have troop A's, troop B's, troops, right? You have all yeah, the I, talk groups in yeah. there. Um the way that it probably is set up, and again, just the naming convention here is what's screwing me up here. But what should happen is if a radio for that troop is on that tower, that pat that that talk group will be sent through that tower. So if you're mirroring Troop H's simulcast site, whatever's whatever site that is, right? Yeah. If there's a troop A radio affiliated on that site, the Troop A talk group would be on that site as long as that Troop A radio is on the Troop A talk group. Okay. So, so if you have, you know, like you, you said, you had two troops basically were in your backyard. Yeah. So as long as one of those radios is on that site and is affiliated on that talk group, that pat, that talk would be patched to that site. So you may not need to go through all of those troop sites in order to hear what it is you want to listen to. I mean, some of the easternmost ones, maybe you would have to because it probably isn't a eastern radio, right, on on your western system. Yeah. But again, there might be at Troop H, you know, headquarters, maybe they have a radio sitting there on those Eastern talk groups so that they can monitor what's going on on the other side of the state. You just don't know.
1: No, I don't.
0: Right. Okay. But you'd find out really fast <laughs> if you just listen to that one tower and then you find out that that talk group lights up there. Gotcha. This, you know, you when I keep them all on and I'm
1: driving, Yeah. I, I, that's where it works well, where I... Cause the range well, you, on the simulcasts are very; they're a lot smaller than they yes. were on the old yes. system. What right.
0: I noticed—that's so exactly it too. While you're driving, right, you're going to want to be scanning through each one of those yeah. as you're driving into it. Now, this is where GPS also helps you out because I don't know if you've noticed too when you go to each site, right? Yeah. It tells you that it's a radius, it's a circle, um, yeah. You know the the, the 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 distance of it. And what would happen is while you're driving, if you had the GPS enabled on it, it, it would actually lock out each one of those sites that you're not within the physical footprint of. Yeah. Or, you know, your radius plus your distance uh, isn't in the footprint of, or touching that site. So that would be another way of, of speeding things up as I well. I did get but. Talk
1: yet for the SDS-100. I got to get that. I, I have it for the, um, you know, 436. Okay. But, uh, so that's I you know that's my next purchase for this thing. I only had yeah. it about a month. sorry Okay. Um, So, I had to clean this. was something I had to build manually with all these talk groups. The way it was set up, um, at a radio reference, it was, it was messy and it wasn't working well. Um, gotcha. So when I cleaned it up and actually added specific talk groups, it's it's it, it, it it's unbelievable how well it works now. This radio,
0: yeah, it's, it's definitely um, it's a nice radio. I mean, it's yeah, it does have a premium on it, but I think yep. it's worth it, you know, especially it's if you have simulcast with, with hands yes, down. Simulcast. If I didn't have
1: the system, I wouldn't need it, I wouldn't yeah. need this. I mean for standard p25 traffic uh, like i have at work uh, my 436 does perfect it does well but this they just they just lit this system up about a month ago right and when I bought this it was like it was like perfect timing yeah it was awesome (laughs) it's
0: like like they waited for you to buy the radio
1: i didn't realize how well it worked until i actually was you know got it going and then realized that my 436 was quiet and not picking up anything i thought it was just that there were you know, running tests or they weren't live yet, and then I turned this thing on on this system on my on my external antenna, and I was picking up everything. I was like, "Wow!" Right.
0: So, yep, that's and, the way I was too. I thought my my TRX one was just deaf or not working well, and it's like, you know what? Maybe it's something to do with <laughs> So Yeah, yeah, and it works great on UHF. It just didn't work well on the seven hundred. So, yeah, um, you know, it's going to sit on my uh, the local P twenty five system. That's you know that's UHF, not the neighboring county. That's that's seven hundred. So, yeah. But, but they just they just lit up a 700 layer here on the on the county system, so I'll be able to play around with that as well too, and see if uh, if it truly is 700, if it's phase two, if it, you know what the story is. So I'll be playing around more I, with the uh, trx one. I
1: used to uh, I used to commute. Well, I work. I, I grew up in Long Island, but I, I was working in Melville for a while. Okay. And uh, so I was um, you know, picking up. There's not much to listen to in terms of public service in Nassau County, obviously, because of this yeah. you know description. but yep. um, I would I would bring my radio and just listen around. I mean, you have so much to listen to all Long I, don't know, I don't know. it's unbelievable how much traffic.
0: Yeah, there's there's too much.
1: It's too, It really is, <laughs> especially if you have a you know, good antenna. Like, it, you really have. That's why your radio is so neat because you have no choice. You have to neaten it up because of yep. all the volume of traffic where you are. I mean, you pick up everything probably where you are.
0: I pick up enough to keep me busy.
1: You can even listen to Connecticut if you want from where you are. I can probably.
0: I can easily hear Connecticut if I swap over my amateur radio town, which has some gain on it. I can peter straight yeah. to Jersey. Um, yeah, you know, depending on how the you know all, all, all the skip and stuff works, either it's it's you know you can really get some range on it, but um, it works well for me. You know, I can listen to New York City. I can listen to most of Suffolk County. So I, I kind of peter yeah. out once I get to William Floyd Parkway. So which is a respectable distance. You know, there's there's no way I'm listening to, to the uh, the Twin Forks, but. Um, it is what it is. You know, if I throw a Yagi yeah. up there, I'm sure I'd be able to hear more out that way, which I'm actually thinking about doing because a lot of Suffolk like P- uh, FD is going up to UHF now. They're getting off 46. So okay. if I can get that on uh, 453, I can listen to uh, FREZ East, which will get me all the departments out in the east end. So it's, you know, the wheels are turning. I'm, I'm really considering <laughs> throwing a UHF Yagi and pointing it to the east, but, you know. Get that credit card out. <laughs> oh, believe me, I just got the Apple card. I'm dying to use it. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I have the same problem, Phil. <laughs> I have the so, same problem. Oh well. Oh well.
1: Oh well. Phil, really I really worried. appreciate your help. Um I oh, just want to say I love the podcast. I, I've been listening I I probably got on board at like episode three or four. I don't know Oh remember, wow. yeah, I've been listening since the pretty much the beginning and uh each each week gets better and better. You're doing
0: awesome. Great, and, thank uh, you so much for I, the I, feedback.
1: Yeah. So
0: all right, Lou. Well, hopefully I was I was helped tonight, and um, if you need anything else in the future, you know, just uh, give me a holler. Will do. Thank you All for right. your help. Appreciate you got it. it. Thanks again. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed that little consulting call with Lou and myself. And again, we ran through quite a few. Uh, Sentinel stuff and also some amateur to DMR. We'll get more into the amateur to DMR stuff in the next few weeks. I have a really great interview lined up with that as well. And before we wrap up, I also want to thank our newest Patreon supporter, John Goldenberg. John, thank you so much for being a Patreon supporter and joining the other Patreons. We have Stephen Sheffield, Scott Vorder, Signals Everywhere, Craig Harper, Ken Newberry, Ken Fowler, William Arkan, Dan. Glenn Bryden, Anthony Saggio, Raymond Hill, James Felling, M.T. Bono, and Mark B.B. want to thank all of you for being Patreon supporters and helping to support Scanner School month over month because Patreon is a month over month basis. If you would like to help support Scanner School as a one time donation, you could do so by checking out our support page and doing it via PayPal, which is a one time only type of transaction. And if you're looking for other ways to help support us, you can do so very easily if you are a Amazon shopper, if you need any hardware from Scanner Master or software from Butel. Links to those can all be found in our support page at ScannerSchool.com support. So again, Scanner School is copyright 2019 Monitor, Long Island, Inc. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School. This podcast is here to help you learn more about the scanner radio hobby, and I hope we did just that. Now, again, if you want to learn even more about the scanner radio hobby, you can ask me your questions for next week's podcast, and again, I am begging you, ask me your questions because nobody's asked me a question yet. Scannerschool.com slash ask. That's Scannerschool.com slash ask. We'll catch you all next week with something. Don't know what it's going to be yet. If it's not an ask episode, we'll get you something. 73-1.